Hello, and welcome to a subscription box light episode on the Comic Book Page podcast. My name is John Mayo. In this episode, I will be opening up a subscription box and discussing the contents. We have a ton of boxes this month, so this episode's going to go a little longer than normal. We've got the DC Gold Hero Box, the Robin Nightwing Hero Box, the December 2015 Z-Box, the Doctor Who Z-Box, and for January 2016, we've got the 1-Up Box, the Geek Fuel Box, the Smuggler's Bounty Box, the Loot Crate Box, the Z-Box, and the Comic-Con Box. So we've got tons to talk about. Let's get started. Okay, the box I've got in front of me now is one of the superhero stuff boxes. It is the DC Gold box. This was a $50 box for $70 worth of material. That sounds right. I will cheat and look. No, this was a $70 box for... Or $100 worth of material. There it's, you go. The other one was just the regular. Yes. And we went with the gold because we love you. Now, Superhero Stuff doesn't do the monthly one. They've got a variety of boxes. Occasionally, they kind of refresh them, I guess, with new content. It and seems like every month they cycle one of the slots. So, okay. like, they have 11 normal ones or 11 that don't cycle and then one that seems to kind of flip around. Got it. So, I'd been curious about this. At one point, I'd considered getting the DC Gold, the Marvel Gold. And like two others, but then it was totaling up to like, you know, $280. I'm like, ah, maybe not. So you got me this for Christmas. Or mom mom and dad did. Our parents agreed to get you two boxes for Christmas, and they entrusted me to do the shopping because they didn't know how to buy you mystery boxes. I can understand the the confusion there. (laughs) Uh, Of course, I'm a big DC fan, so this was a good pick. Uh, We'll get to the other one in a minute. And then I've got a $25 gift certificate for another one. Yes. And I should note, they've asked me five times what they gave you for Christmas. And I keep telling them it's a mystery. Okay. Well, this is also (laughs) going to go up a little ways after Christmas. I'm not sure when this episode goes up as we record this. I just found it But you can at least let them know ahead of time. I'm not going to make them wait for the episode. (laughs) Most people I would. I just thought it was funny that they bought you a mystery box but kept asking me what was in it. I'm kind of glad these came after Christmas. It would have been hard to explain. No, no, I'll open them later because I don't think mom would have gone with that. No. All right. We ready to open this up? Yes. Now, this came in a big cardboard box that had uh, this box, the other box we'll get to in a minute. And that's something I should mention since I did the ordering is if you buy multiple ones at one time, you get a discount on the shipping because they do put them together in a bigger box. Yeah. So I opened that box to get these boxes out. I've opened this. There doesn't seem to be any inner box to that. Mm. Uh, and these just look like pretty regular, you know, cardboard boxes. So I was kind of wondering if they were. They've got a uh, uh, thing that looks like there should be like maybe eight or nine items in there. Maybe a t-shirt, some socks, a hat, a figure, a cup, a circle thing, a square thing, and a rectangle thing. And the two boxes seem to be about the same size, even though one is gold and one is a character yeah. and was only a $50 box. But I'm wondering, and part of why I've been interested in these is they seem a bit more focused. Mm. DC versus just comics, the other one down to a specific character. And again, we'll get to that box next. So opening this box up, the DC Gold, we shall see what we've got. All right, we start with a 
plush Green Lantern. It's kind of cool looking. It is. It is the uh, Hal Jordan version, and it's a fairly simplified version of the costume. The arms are pretty much all white. I guess they've got a little gray there. What's funny is if you look at the uh, the the tag, it's supposed to be black where they've got gray or whatever. But hey, it's fine. They even got the little uh, the ring the kind ring. of stitched on. So uh, it's about the size of your hand. The ring or the, no, the no, figure? the whole figure. I, I would say the figure is about the size of a Funko Pop. Oh yeah, that's a good description. You know, about that size, just uh, plush and stuff. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Very DC, very iconic. Next up, we've got a uh, pin with uh, the Joker emblem this i think may even be the uh uh the the i'm blanking out on the word from the com the joker comic of the 70s that may have been the uh the title logo mm, if not it's very much in style of it I, i've got to imagine if you're doing a box like this you've got asset access to the art assets from dc and stuff i hope so much like uh mayfair had for the dc game back in the 80s or whatever Next up, we've got a uh, winter hat, Batman-themed. Imagine a Jane from Firefly hat, except it's Batman-themed. And black and yellow. Black and yellow, bat, you know, kind of logo going all the way around. A little uh, uh, yellow and black kind of... Pom-pom. Pom-pom at the top. Um, so again, very, very themed. We have a second pin. This is for the Superman of America with uh, a... Very Golden Age uh, Superman in the center. Mm-hmm. Right now, we've got something surrounded in bubble wrap. Wonder Woman. This is a Wonder Woman water bottle. It's a fairly big one, too. Uh, 32 ounces. Hope you're thirsty. I was going to say, Wonder Woman's very thirsty. Uh, so that's kind of interesting, kind of cool. Yeah. I'm just wondering, um, it doesn't say a, a website or anything. I think they make most of the products, or at least are the exclusive distributor of. Interesting, yeah. I mean, they've all got you know official DC logos, etc., all over them, but I'm not seeing other it, websites. It wouldn't surprise me if you could order the water bottle, water bottle directly from their website of superherostuff.com, I think it is. That sounds right, yeah. Next up, we've got a pair of socks. I'm going to go with the Green Arrow. They're very green. Yeah, men, uh, crew socks. Um... Yeah, definitely a Green Arrow, the logo. Yep. So you're fitted out for St. Patrick's Day. Very much so, because the next item is a, a Green Arrow t-shirt from Graffiti. It's a double XL, which is, alas, what I need. Remind me on St. Patrick's Day, this would be a good shirt to wear. That would. Uh, both just because it's green, it's Green Arrow, but also the TV show and stuff like that. And it, it looks to be a fairly, you know, a good quality shirt. Yeah, it does. And of course, Graffiti makes good shirts. Yes. Well, and it comes pre-distressed, so you, you can't tell what happened to it in the laundry. I'm sure I'll get blamed for that anyways. <laughs> Next up, we've got a DC Comics eraser. It's a Superman eraser. He's cute. That I guess fits on top of a pencil or some such? Uh Oh, yeah, he does have a little place to put a pencil up in. Hmm, he's cute. Yeah, he's got a little QR code, so you may be able to find out where he can be found online. All right. Next up, we've got a deck of Superman playing cards. Pass your t the time in your Fortress of Solitude with this deck of Superman-themed playing cards. And they have uh, kind of a blue background with a Superman thing on the back, and then different images on each of the cards. Nice. So, very cool. 
Yeah. And then to go with the uh, the Superman eraser, we've got a Batman one. So nice. we've got the world's finest erasers. <laughs> I like. So far, this is, uh, again, tighter theme, more to my liking. Yes, yes. Well, and when since I was the one charged with you can only pick two boxes, I figured since you were getting Marvel Collector Core, yes. I would go with DC. Yeah. Oh, we've got uh, another eraser. This time it is the uh, Hal Jordan Green Lantern. Mm. I'm wondering if we're going to get a whole Justice League of them. And just about, because we've also got a Flash one. Oh, he's cute. I'm curious what other ones they've got. His little feet look like he's running. One of the feet is yeah. lifted. We've got what I assume is a refrigerator magnet uh, for Batman. Black with the uh, yellow oval bat emblem. Yeah, looks like the one they uh, shine in the sky. Yeah. Well, fortunately, you have a refrigerator. All right, we've got a couple of thinner items. A $10 uh, gift card on orders of $45 or more. That expires in January, so I should use this when I use the $25 gift certificate. Mm-hmm. A 15% off orders of $40 or more here. Now, We're- I will note, as the person who placed the order, uh, most uh, discounts, they're 15% off type things, don't work on the boxes. It flat out says not valid on Hero Box, which makes the code kind of ironic since it's got Hero Box in the code. Huh. Uh, what I did learn about gift certificates is they told me if I wanted to give you gift certificates instead of picking boxes. On the website, you can only use one gift certificate at a time. However, if you telephone in the order, you can use two gift certificates at a time. Oh, so I may... You could use that and the gift certificate mom and dad gave you. I may end up having you help me place the order then, since you seem to know the system fairly well. Way to win a shopping spree there. And again, they've got a bunch of t-shirts and stuff like that that are pretty cool. I I like window shopping their t-shirts, I will admit. Okay, at first this kind of confused me because it's a window decal that looked like a blank white thing. Yeah. But if you angle it just right, you can realize that it's Aquaman. Oh, wow. So, you know how people have the uh, the, the father, the son, and the wife that are, you know, that kind of a thing? Yeah. Apparently, you can now get them for the Justice League. Oh, that's cool. So, they apparently have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, uh, and again, check out their website for more. Interesting. That is kind of cool. I like that. Now, this one's also kind of neat. Kind of heavy, too. It's a uh, Wonder Woman keychain. Nice. The uh, double W's with the wing kind of thing. Nice circular kind of shield background behind it. Um, and it's it's got some heft to it. Yeah, it does. So solid metal and stuff. So that's kind of cool. Well, and it's silver dollar or bigger size just on the medallion itself. Uh, he has a ruler. So organized. Yeah, I didn't think to, uh, to say what size this box was. Give me a sec. It's at least an inch and a half in diameter for that thing. Yeah. Well, and it's got a ring for attaching it to your keychain, but it's also... It's also got, got a clip. Uh, yeah. I like that. So this box, and there's one more item in it, but this box was 10 inches by uh, about 12 inches. And how tall was this thing? This thing was... Six. Uh, almost six and a half. Nice. So pretty, pretty good sized box. And then what I think is the final item in it is uh, The Adventures of Superman number 508, uh, I guess starring the Challengers of the Unknown. Does not appear to be a variant cover thing. I no doubt have this uh, in my collection. This is back from when comics were $1.50. <laughs> it's uh, from uh, 1994. It's uh, 
one of the ones where they did the uh, triangle numbers, so it was the third issue of the year. Mm. So you could kind of follow the storyline across the different titles pretty easily. They did a good job with that back then. Uh, this would have been around the time Mike Carlin was editing. Oh, interesting. You, you know yeah, Mike Carlin. I do. He's a good guy. Yes, very good guy. Um, so that finishes out that box. Uh, great t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, very cool items. Yeah. Like the keychain. Um, well, let's do it the opposite way. Okay. Because I I think it was a fantastic box full of things aimed at you. Yes. And since it was for you, I think that is excellent. Now, was there anything that wasn't aimed at you as a comic fan, as a DC fan? Not to say whether or not you'll use it, but anything that you felt didn't hit the DC gold theme, etc. Everything was very clearly DC themed. Very clearly uh, Justice League themed, I would say. Really, once you get past Superman, Batman, Flash, Green Lantern, Green Arrow, and Wonder Woman, I think that covers the characters that they uh, pretty much had everything. Uh, the Joker, but that's a Batman-related villain. Okay. But very much, um, not just DC in general, but very specific, the core DC characters. Yeah. If you were to ask people who are they familiar with, odds are for DC characters, Super- the Justice League, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash now, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, Aquaman. Yeah. It would come down to everything in here, I think, had been featured on the Super Friends cartoon show in some way, shape, or form. Mm, okay. Granted, Green Arrow only once, maybe, Joker uh, in one of the later seasons, if that. Did they have the right to the Joker at that? They're all characters I'm familiar with, and yeah. I have minimal contact with the comics. So, again, tighter theme. Uh, I'm happier with that. Mm-hmm. Again, whether I'll use some of these items, don't really need, you know, green arrow socks or whatever. But, you know, it's it's appropriately themed, like the shirt. I'd say the socks are really the furthest from usable versus, like, even the erasers would be kind of cute sitting on your desk. I was going to say, just as a desk-type item, yeah. You know? So, in that respect, I think they did really well. Well, and that's where I think some of these boxes are really missing an opportunity here, is if they had kind of a standard size small figure that you could just put a ton of them on your desk without taking up too much space. Mm -hmm. Hey, here's a couple of members of the Justice League or the Teen Titans or the Avengers or whatever. And if they're good, they're iconic, and they're clear who they are. But don't aren't a big presence on your desk. Well, these erasers are small enough that they would sit on the top of my flat screen monitor. Unless your monitor moves at all, yes. I mean, even a slight jiggle would knock them, but yes. But yeah, they're tiny. I mean, but they're big enough to be seen and they're chibi where the heads are big. Mm-hmm. So you can recognize who the character is. Yeah. So all in all, I would say this was well worth it. I'm very pleased with this box. Yeah. I thought this was excellent. Again, it was the $70 box that said it would be a $100 value. I have no way to say. I mean, I'm sure these erasers go for several bucks a piece, which would not be something I would buy because it's several bucks a piece. Yeah. But I think they're adorable. Do I think it was a bargain? You know, eh, not so much, but uh, I don't certainly don't think it was a ripoff. I also think it was a great Christmas present for yes. you. For parents who wanted to get you something comic themed. And didn't know what to get you. Yeah. Well, and a lot of their boxes are much more focused than this. This is actually one of their broader focused ones, Marvel being one of their others. Yes. And the next box we'll do would be one of those more focused ones. So I'm curious how that looks. Yeah. Anything else on this box? Moving on. Okay. The box in front of me now is another hero box. This is a uh, character themed one. It is Robin. 
Mm -hmm. It was a $50 box. It is, let's see, about uh, 10 inches by about a foot by about six and a half inches. So about the same box as the, the same size box as the, the DC one. Now we had the two boxes shipped at the same time. So priority shipping, which took about three days for the two boxes together was $14. Not too bad. Um, uh, they've got a generic superhero stuff kind of thing on the side. Um, and then they've got uh, just a, a label they place on it to differentiate the boxes which for what they're doing makes sense and yeah. it allows them to swap out as they need to um so no problem there now i'm curious about this one because most of the other boxes we've gotten have been fairly broad themes galaxy or time or you know heroes or whatever even the dc box dc is a pretty big topic robin very specific character and you could argue it's broader than most because there's the original one and the three or four replacement ones. Well, and as I recall, this box was actually called Nightwing Dash Robin. Well, and Nightwing is who the original Robin became, and I'm a big fan of the Nightwing character. So I figured out of almost all of the character boxes, uh, particularly the DC ones, this is most likely to have the highest hit ratio for me. So I'm curious how well they do and if it feels like it's like a, they're beating a dead horse with just the, a very focused theme or if they've got enough different items that it works out pretty cool. So with that, let's uh, start taking a look. You got bubble wrap. I got tons of bubble wrap. Now this is a company that usually has a glass or drinking container in every box. We've got a uh, Nightwing Tune Tumbler with the uh, uh, kind of gray and blue... Uh, uh, costume from his first ongoing series. It's a nice glass, fairly heavy or whatever. That's very nice. So uh, good logo on the back of it, good image on the front. Those are the ones that always remind me of the glasses See, we used to get as kids when we went to what Denny's and it's a, some of the food places you'd get back in the seventies yeah, and eighties. Bob's Big Boy and stuff. I was hoping they would have uh, the artist ah uh, who did it, but they don't. No, but very nice. I mean, yeah. to me, that that's a, a hit right there. All right, that that was the source of a lot of the bubble wrap. Go figure. Hmm. Smart for them to do that, though. Very a shirt. You got a shirt. I'm actually going to have to get this one out of the uh, plastic to figure out what it is. Ah, it's a uh, Nightwing shirt with him on a motorcycle, kind of leaping forward, kind of a bat motif. There, I was having a hard time reading because I only saw from like the G of of night into like the n of of wing i'm like it doesn't seem to say gotham but it's close no that's a good looking shirt it's uh mostly gray on black yeah it's nice i think they could have had a, a little bit more legible font and i could see other ones might have been a better hit but not but very much to the theme and very nice shirt nightwing's got a very bad boy look going on here yeah We've got a uh, pin with the Robin R on it. Very iconic and stuff. Um, so very cool. We've also got a pin with the uh, Nightwing kind of triangular arrow down kind of logo, if you will. Okay, now I recognize the R, but you would have had to tell me the Nightwing one. It's not as iconic as the R. Of course, the R has been around 75 years. Nightwing, the character, only since uh, 83-ish give or take a year, 84 maybe, 82 at the earliest. I'm going to go actually with 83, 84, because it was three years into the New Teen Titans run. Um, and really, that's not kind of 
It's not as iconic of a logo. It's a good looking logo. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Just not one I'm as familiar with. Next up, we've got a, uh, what you call this? Just a. Kind of a Robin beanie for when your head gets hat cold. Or whatever with the Robin R. It is reversible though. I'm curious what it reverses to. Batman. I was going to say, if they'd been clever, it'd be Nightwing. It's a yellow one with a, a Robin R versus a red one with a Robin R. And I think the red, frankly, is the better side. Yeah, I'll agree with that. That's what the character usually has. It's a new era cap is what they call it. So, cool. Yeah. More likely to wear that than the um, Batman one I got in the other box, but not that likely to wear it, to be honest. A pair of Nightwing uh, socks. Again, don't have a big need for uh, themed socks, but if I did. And again, it's got the the blue Nightwing logo Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. These are actually pretty sedate socks in the grand scheme of comic socks i would agree with that because the uh the blue bars at the top not a big deal the nightwing logo itself is just okay it's it's a bird thing odds are it'd be covered by your pants anyways and it's otherwise just black socks yeah so not crazy themed kind of a deal the uh keychain we get here is a uh nightwing key ring very two-dimensional-ish or three-dimensional-ish if you know what i mean there Mm mm-hmm Kind of a raised blue embossing. Almost, I'm not sure if that's a metal, almost, that could have been a rubber, mm. kind of blue rubber. Anyways, it's a raised blue bird kind of logo on the thing. What I find hilarious is the Nightwing they chose to put on it is the uh, the red, yeah. costu- black and red costume. Yeah, the picture. the start of the, uh, I think that was the start of the one year later run. How funny. When actually Jason Todd took over that identity briefly. Okay, uh, we've got another... We got a ten dollar gift card. Definitely gonna have you uh, help me place an order. Another fifteen dollar off coupon shopping spree. We've got a uh, window decal with the uh, the Nightwing logo. So again, uh, very tight on the theme and actually very heavy more on the Nightwing than the Robin. Yeah. Which I'm not complaining about, but it's just they on the box it says Robin. And then the comic they've got here is uh, Noon Teen Titans number seventeen. Uh, which is actually fairly surprising to find in a box. I'm not sure how much this is going for these days, but again, early in the new Teen Titans run from the 80s, it's a 60 cent cover price. It's got, uh, I believe this is the introduction of Terra, uh, who was a major factor in the storyline around that time. Hmm. Um, and of course, it's team led by, uh, by Robin before he became Nightwing. I definitely have this in my collection, but it's uh, in good condition. And I'll be honest, I would not have expected an early issue of New Teen Titans to have been included. Yeah. And that's that's the box. Well, I would say the shirt is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not perfect, but really good. Uh, you sound happy with the comic book. Again, already have it, but yes, happy, surprised, happy. Yeah. I think the cup, the cup is really good. is by far the winner here. Um, yeah. that's, that's a really nice one. The decal's cool. The cap. I like the keychain. The keychain and the socks are surprisingly wearable because mm-hmm. some of them, um, have been very much the, I don't want to say neon, but the, the bright panels from comic books. Some of them have been very busy. Yeah. Yeah. And these, you know, if you put these on, they don't scream, I'm wearing socks to draw your attention. It's the kind of thing I could see maybe wearing them at a comic convention or whatever. I don't know that I'd wear them to work personally. Yeah. But that's just me. But they they aren't a chuck them aside and never wear them because they're too busy or not my thing. Again, I would say that in terms of theming, uh, everything was dead on the money. Everything Mm -hmm. was very blatantly Robin or Nightwing. 
uh, really aside from the pin and the cap, everything was Nightwing. Uh, the New Teen Titans comic is, is Robin, mm. but really shortly before he became Nightwing. Um, ironically, this issue, if, if it's taken, granted, it's been years since I've read this issue, uh, cause it came out in, again, early 80s. I believe, well, I know Tara was one of the main movers and shakers in the, uh, the Judas, uh, Hunt storyline. I'm trying, I'm thinking I'm getting that name wrong. There was one trade paperback that predates most of the other trades. Back at this point in time, trade paperbacks were not common. Mm, mm-hmm. There was one trade done of the Judas contract. That's what it was. Uh, that was a four issue storyline, uh, culminating in an annual when Robin became Nightwing, among many other things. This is one of the issues that really introduces one of the characters that sets up that storyline. Mm. Aspects of that storyline do go back to the first issue, though, but they're not going to do that for a. Yeah. I mean, that that's a, a high ticket item. But to get a, a original Wolfman Perez era, you know, uh, issue 17, New Teen Titans, very cool. Yeah. But I'd have to go look up on, on a, a website as to how much this is even worth these days. But again, ironic to have a, a, a comic featuring Robin that leads directly into the storyline of him becoming Nightwing. Mm hmm. So, again, the tighter focus, I think, pays off. Uh, I think it makes sense. Again, this is a a box. It's not like they've got this focus every month, and that would be hard to do. Yeah. But I think with a couple of characters, maybe it could be pulled off. But, I mean, there's only so many Superman glasses or whatever, or Batman glasses or whatnot you could do anyways. Yeah. But, like I said, I've been very curious about these these boxes. Uh, I've got now uh, two gift cards and a, a gift certificate to... Should at least get me another box. I just got to figure out which box and go look through their t-shirts because I've picked up a few other t-shirts from them uh, and they've got some really nice shirts. Yeah, they do. So anything else on this box? I think that does it. Cool. Okay, the boxes sitting in front of us now are Z boxes. We both have one. Uh, We believe this is the galaxy theme maybe? Galaxy, Star Wars, something December and spacey. Okay. Let's go up with the uh, probably the January boxes and stuff since I've already got the December one edited and we're already, as we record this, into January. Well. Um, I will say one thing about the difference of our boxes is mine had a little bit more of a, a, a rough ride in the galaxy than yours did. It's got a little bang up on the top and stuff. I think everything's fine, but that's... Uh, uh, they come all the way from England. They do. They do. I expect a little uh, knocking and stuff, I guess, of the boxes, but yeah. All right. They're so, travel weary. Open these things up. Okay. Definitely Star Wars themed in mine. Yep. Definitely Star Wars themed in mine. Okay. So what I've got is a USB powered R2D2 desktop vacuum. Me too. That is uh, cool. Mine's open. Yeah, mine too. The tab part of it kind of opened or whatever. Paladone Products Limited. I kind of like you people. Powerful suction. USB powered. It's a choking hazard. Hey, I'm just reading the warnings. I'm curious how effective this is. Me too. I'm assuming the front little leg under the canister part of R2 is where the, the vacuum part is. I think so, based on the little demonstration thing. Wonder if he blows it out his head. It's I didn't hard to tell. say how big the the, no. the overall box was. It is uh, about eleven inches by about seven and a half or so, and about uh, four inches deep. And this R two is about four inches 
by four inches by five and a half for its box. So I'm I'm curious about this one. This is now these boxes. Once you count in shipping and a currency conversion, they're about thirty dollars, a little over. But already, I feel like I got some value. I mean, this to me is just just this size R2 would be a nice thing to put on the desk. The fact that it looks like it may do something is kind of kind of humorous. Yeah. And I'm assuming the thing is not permanently connected to... No, it is permanently connected to R2. Oh, the USB cord? Yeah. Is it? Flip around to the other side. Oh, yeah, it is. That was... They should have had a uh, unpluggable. Yeah. But very cool. Poor R2. Shall we look at the t-shirt? We shall look at the t-shirt. It looks to be an Astro Droid. In this case, BB-8 for me. Astro Droid. Yep, same for you. Nice. Very timely with the uh, the latest film. Very simple uh, black design on a white shirt. Yeah, but very nice. Yeah, I like the simplicity of the design. Yeah. Next up is for me a frame from uh, Empire with Darth and Luke from uh, Empire Strikes Back. I got Luke and Yoda. I think Yoda's on his back. Yeah, you've got the training scene at Dagobah. I've got lightsabers out with. Uh, Luke and Darth, I think this is uh, shortly before the uh, classic mm-hmm. line. and uh, I think they're up on a tall uh, tall bridge with no railings. That doesn't narrow it down any. Okay, <laughs> next up, and mine's a little crunched. Mm-hmm. So they put mine in, uh, I think, the wrong direction. It's uh, art from The Force Awakens with uh, Kylo Ren and a bunch of the uh, First Order Stormtroopers. Yeah, mine too. Uh, yours less crunched. <laughs> well, mine is flat. First time I've seen them, though, put something in like that the yeah. clearly the wrong way. If it was something I really cared about, I'd be upset, but... Agreed. All right. Next up, we have gadget decals, 15 waterproof removable decals for laptops, smartphones, tablets, etc. for Star Wars The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a couple of coworkers who just put all kinds of things like this on their, their notebooks and stuff. I've never put any of these on my stuff. Me neither, and I certainly wouldn't go do it for a company-owned computer. Yeah, agreed. But, uh, again, we've got three or four, actually five different Stormtroopers. We've got the Millennium Falcon, an X-Wing, a TIE Fighter, BB-8, Captain Phasma, uh, Kylo Ren, uh, Chewie, Ray, Finn. So a fair number of them. Yeah. Uh, most of the Stormtroopers uh, seem to have a black background with white stuff so they're for dark things the rest are uh dark with uh kind of see-through or whatever like the falcon for uh for lighter uh notebooks and stuff like that huh the falcon one's kind of nice yeah it is so uh again not the sort of thing i i uh have immediate need for but very cool and i could see a lot of people being very jazzed about that kind of stuff and again it wouldn't surprise me to start seeing a few of those uh at, uh, at work mm. We've got the Z-Box magazine, which goes through and kind of explains all of this. This box was the Force. I knew it was something Star Wars-y. And the other item is uh, the Star Trek Vader Down uh, Z-Box. Star Wars Vader Down. What did I say? I thought you said Star Trek. I meant to say Star Wars regardless. I thought I said. Anyways. Uh, Not in a bag and board. Mine got a little munched. Not too badly. Uh, But again, Vader Down number one. So that's, again, more of those copies that... Uh, variant edition. Yeah, variant edition okay. Z-Box exclusive. Yeah, yeah. I was saying that when yeah. you were correcting me on the title. 
It's okay. Not 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 a problem. I'll go back to my nap time now. Uh, but this goes towards the uh, the sales figures on Vader Down, which were around three hundred eighty four thousand or something. Because we've got them not only in this, but they were also in the uh, the Marvel Collector Core. Do we get any other copies? We got two in Collector Core. Got two in Collector That's Core. So and again, it's the start of a uh, a good Darth Vader storyline. Um, so it makes sense to include in the box. Pretty good art. They typically have very good artists on uh, on their Star Wars books. Uh, in this case, it is by credits Mike Diodato. Jason Aaron's the writer, Diodato's the artist. So I mean, they get top name creators on these books. Uh, bottom of the box, Fear is the Path to the Dark Side. Now, one side of the Force magazine has a stormtrooper; the other side has Yoda. And this is again kind of. Uh, photos from other uh, people who've gotten Z-Boxes, some Star Wars trivia, uh, talk about the, the weapons, the lightsabers and stuff, uh, some of the various parodies that have been done, what's in the box, the Star Wars alphabet, that's actually kind of cool. I like that, and the Can You Cantina. Music for the Cantina. And to me, those are cool things to uh, to put in there. Yeah. And then apparently there's some other things you can get, such as a BB-8 app-enabled droid, uh, lightsaber barbecue tongs, uh, some other stuff like that. Next month is Blockbuster. And we got these as a one-off kind of a deal, or do we have a subscription to this? Well, we accidentally have an ongoing subscription because we signed up for a one-off, and it just keeps going until you cancel. Yeah, that's uh, something I need to keep a closer eye on on a few of these, I think. Hey, they're good, but it's like, do I need to be getting all of these boxes every time? Well, I went to cancel this one and then realized it was the Force. And I thought, well, okay, I do want this one. No, with with Star Wars, that would be a theme worth worth getting and stuff, and too. I've actually looked at what Blockbuster is. And Blockbuster is going to be um, basically a collection of items related to the best films. Various blockbuster films. That 2015. Make sense. So they listed, um, now I can't think of the titles they listed, but they had, and it was more than 12 best films. I'll show you the picture. But a bunch of the films look good. So I was like, okay, blockbuster sounds pretty good. So I decided okay. not to cancel for January. I think one of us may want to, though. We'll have yes. to figure that out. We need to take a look at which boxes we've got kind of on that auto order and which ones we don't. Yeah. Very cool. Again, very uh, focused. Again, um, I'm very happy. I think the decals are cool. I don't know that I'll use them, but I think they're cool. Well, none of this was stuff I felt like was a, a waste or anything. Whether I use them or not, it's one thing. But again, that tighter focus on the theme, I think, really helps. Yeah. I mean, I think the USB... Powered desktop vacuum is adorable. Again, the only thing I wish they'd done is had a uh, ability to detach the cable from R2. Because then it could just sit on your desk as just, hey, it's R2. I can foresee the concern that kids might detach and lose the cable. Yes, but if you use a standard cable. True, true. Just a, a mini or micro on that R2 side. I agree. Um, so that's, but that's on the manufacturer of the item. Yeah, oh, definitely. But I think this is adorable. Yeah, very cool. Paladone.com, designed in the UK. I think that's fantastic. Anything so, else? Does that pretty much do it for this box? For this box, that does it. Cool. Okay, the box I have in front of me now was a Christmas present from you, yes? 
Well, from the family. From the family, you and the parents. Yes. It was 30 British pounds, so including shipping, roughly $48. Okay. It is the Doctor Who box from Mm Z-Box. This thing is huge. Yes. It is over a foot, maybe 13 inches by... Nearly 12. Nearly a foot by... How tall is this thing? Six inches. Yeah. So, plenty of space... Yeah, substantially bigger than the typical Z-Box. And it was a special-themed, non-traditional monthly, if you will, box. And they announced in advance that they would be doing a Doctor Who box. Right. And since it is Doctor Who, I've got to say that these are the outside dimensions, and it's probably bigger on the inside. Nice, yes. All right. So with that, we are going to open it up. It flips out in front, smacks me in the face. Inside has kind of the TARDIS uh, console. I like that. Kind of a, a somewhat abstract design, but it, again, gets the... In other words, it's not a specific Doctor's, but it is clearly a TARDIS inside. Yeah, but abstract painting in grays and blues. Yeah. Okay, Um, we'll start with the really big item. And drop things along the way. I know, I know. All right, this is a pop television, so it's like a, a pop vinyl, Funko Pop. 227, it is the TARDIS, and this thing is... Big enough, a pop figure could fit inside it. Yeah, I mean, the box for this thing is six and a half inches by five and a half inches by eight inches. I mean, the thing is huge. Mm-hmm. And it looks very much like you would expect it to, the police box type thing. And they give some of the other ones that are in the collection, uh, specifically in the back, they list the 12th, 11th, 10th, and 4th Doctors. A Dalek? Dalek, Cyberman, uh, Adipose, and the Weeping Angel. I was just listing the Doctors. Oh, I figured, but... So this one's pretty cool. Yeah, not an exclusive, but very cool. Yeah. Okay, next item is a t-shirt. I think you're going to have to open the plastic. Yeah, I'm going to have to open it up to figure out what it is. It's a white t-shirt with a design, and the design seems to be the uh, the TARDIS uh, in kind of a, a blue and stuff. Mm-hmm. So decent nice. perspective showing two uh, two, two sides. sides of it, kind yeah. of the classic sort of a look for it, kind of on angle with on the the left side being the door and whatnot. Well, so, and it looks to be a good quality, decent thickness shirt. Yeah, it does. It's got a, a nice feel to it. Yeah, some of my female friends and I we do the hand test. If you can see your hand through a white shirt, you don't really want to wear it. Mm. And this is a nice thick shirt. Yeah. So I like that a lot. No, good quality shirt looks good. Looks like it's not going to just come apart uh, if you wash it and stuff. Yeah. So, pleased with that. Next up, we've got a Doctor Who lanyard lanyard thing. So, that's cool. And it's in the classic kind of Doctor Who blue. Yeah, and it's got the the thumb-controlled clip. Yeah. So, it can take almost any badge. Now, the other thing we have is another TARDIS-looking thing. It's a small... By small, it's uh, about three inches tall. And I can't tell... Oh, it's got mints. Ah. Yeah, so it's a a box of mints or whatever TARDIS kind of design. When they first started Z-Box, they were going to try and have a suite in every box. Ah. So, personally, I was hoping they would move away from that goal because I wasn't sure they'd all be gluten-free, but Mm -hmm. I think the TARDIS container is nice. Next up, we've got a police box TARDIS Doctor Who themed uh, blue wristband. And then the other big item is a white cardboard box. It's got a little bit of weight to it, so. I'm a big fan of cardboard boxes. Ah, this is a 
TARDIS um, Doctor Who coffee mug with only kind of the top of the TARDIS. It's a mm-hmm. dark blue with, with a, a slightly less dark blue TARDIS on it. So it's a little bit stealthy that way, but good Look, solidity to it. I was going to say, it looks very nice quality. Yeah. You can feel the, the heft too. I mean, it's yeah. solidly built. And then finally, we've got a TARDIS vinyl sticker and then a Doctor Who experience join the 12th Doctor on an interactive adventure uh, book now. I guess it's information about, ah, it's somewhere in Cardiff uh, where you could do an uh, interactive adventure. Oh, that sounds kind of cool. So it's a little bit of a drive. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know. The other thing that's kind of kind of interesting with the box at the bottom I'm definitely a mad madman with a box. Nice. So very well themed. Although ironically, I would say it was more TARDIS than Doctor Who. Yeah. Nothing we got has any of the twelve and a half Doctors, counting the War Doctor as a half Doctor. Yeah. But still very cool. Uh, very well themed. The TARDIS is obviously iconic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm pleased with this. Yeah, you got stuff you could wear at a convention. You got stuff you could put on your desk at work. You got stuff for the home, the home mm-hmm. office. I mean, in terms of the, is it worth 47 nearly $50? I'd put it right at the value. I would say just between the t-shirt and the uh, the large TARDIS uh, from Pop, uh, I'm satisfied with that, getting okay. the value. Yeah. I mean, I would have paid, I mean, the shirt's one I, I would have considered. I don't know that yeah. I necessarily would have gotten, but I like it. It's one of the better designs we've gotten. So that's easily 10 15 20 bucks right there. And then certainly I could see the, the TARDIS uh, from Pop going for- minimum 40 50 bucks good point so yeah i'm happy with that yeah do we have any of the other z boxes on order or is this just this was a one-off this was a one-off and then i personally did not uh suspend my subscription before they uh got going with the blockbuster box but sounded good so i have that and that's in the boxes to go through and i'm skipping the coming month which is actually the month we're in because the theme was killers yeah. And that just didn't really hit for me. And because this is a UK box, it takes longer to get here, which is why we tend to be about a month behind. Yeah. Yeah. Blockbuster was technically the December theme, but it arrived late January for me. Yeah. Or it may have- No, it, it was the January theme, but it shipped January 4th. Oh, okay. So right. it, it, it takes, takes two weeks. It takes a couple weeks. weeks. Yeah, that's not too bad. Anything else on this box? Move on. I think we're ready to move on. Okay, the box I've got in front of me now is actually your box. Yes. It is another one of the one-up boxes, the the big green ones that I keep thinking are 7-up. Yes, the tiny, technically, green ones. But the last time, it was incredibly good, bang for the buck, in terms of there was a lot in that little box. This is uh, 8 inches by 7 inches by... Uh, almost four inches. Yeah. So for a, a subscription box, it's one of the smaller ones. Um, it's actually dwarfed by uh, some of the ones like the the Doctor Who one we just opened. Yeah, and I think it might be about half the size of Smuggler's Bounty, for instance. Yeah, which will be one of the next ones. We'll yeah. do that a little later in this episode. I'm not sure the order we're doing these in. Um, now this one is themed. I want to say it was themed with something uh, video game related or something. I honestly didn't intend to get, but I thought I had one month subscription that had run out and I didn't fully understand the they're just going to renew it. Again, these are subscription boxes. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Yeah, I signed up for a one-month subscription, and there was no easy-to-find cancel option. 
So I thought that meant a one month subscription was genuinely one month. I'll be honest. I have found with some of these subscription boxes that their websites, which really don't need to be that sophisticated, leave a little to be desired. Sometimes it's unclear when you're ordering which month your stuff starts with. For one of them, actually, the the Smuggler's Bounty we'll get to a little later, that one shipped uh, to the house versus to the UPS store because when I filled out the address, it's like, well, I think they need the billing address here, and they never asked for a shipping address. Yeah. And I was lucky. I mean, we had good weather today, but we've had certain times of the year where that could have gotten pelted by a hailstorm or something. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't expect a whole lot out of their websites, but- being able to manage uh, your account, having a list of all the boxes you've gotten, shipping address or shipping uh, information, you know, shipping links, tracking links, and stuff. Well, there's one box that has not come yet. I ordered the January box as a gift to myself for my birthday, um, and the website I ordered it back in December mm-hmm. and stuff, and they billed me back in December, having shipped nothing. They're already asking me why can't we bill you again. And they keep telling me to go to a certain place on their website and click a button to choose my t-shirt size, but there's no button there. Yeah. But that's also one of the things I think we've done on one or two of these that we weren't sure we were going to want to continue with, but it's a subscription basis. Do a a virtual credit card number if your account will let you. Yes. And cap it at the the price of one box. Yeah. So it auto cancels at that point. All right, so enough of of that kind of stuff. Shall we open up this one? Enough with living and learning. Let's go to the one-up box. All right. So we've opened it up. First thing we've got, this is uh, from, I think, Vinyl Sugar. Derbs. Uh, Yeah, Dorbs. Is it an I or an O or? I No. I thought it was an I. Oh, okay. I thought it was an O. Okay. Well, it's it's D, a, a little person with a big head, RBZ. So I don't speak... I don't say emoticons, but pictographs, well, <laughs> they're hard to pronounce. Boy, you would have been illiterate with the Native Americans way back when. Or the ancient Egyptians. Yeah, very true. This is Marvel Series 1. It's number six. It is uh, Deadpool, although, of course, uh, oh, it does say on the side. Mm. I was about to say it doesn't say anywhere on the box, but it does. Uh, window box on the front and the back. It's It's almost like BB-8 upside down. Oh, how funny. I yeah. mean, seriously, you put yeah. it that way and the head's big enough and the body's so small. Yeah. He's kind of cute, I gotta say, from the bits I'm seeing next to you. I- yeah. The other ones they've got are Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Spider-Man, Thor, Ghost Rider, Beast, Wolverine, Magneto, Mystique, and Scarlet Witch. I would say out of all of them, I mean, Deadpool's cool. I'm happy with what we got. Beast would have been fun. Cap, Spidey. So basically all characters that have been in uh, Cinematic Universe movies. All of them that have been in movies. Okay. I want to clarify that. Not all of them have been in the Marvel Cinematic. Oh. Because most of these are mutants. Okay. The mutants are uh, by Fox. Ah, got it. I think it's Fox. It's it's non-Marvel. Got it. That's one of the ones licensed out, which is, I think, the group doing Deadpool because Colossus is showing up there. And Ghost Rider, the Nick Cage one, was done before, I believe, the cinematic Uh, universe. That's right. So until they really reference those and pull those in, technically the two Hulk movies also fall into that category, or at least the first of the two. If I'm current on details, Deadpool is a Valentine's Day character, correct? Deadpool is a movie coming out next. I wouldn't call him a Valentine's. But I thought that was his release day. It may be. I would put him more in the 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 October, you know, horror type thing because I've seen the trailer for it and it looks pretty violent, but 
it's funny. It's it's incredibly violent, but not gory violent. Well, I, as I understand it, China won't take it and release it because of violence, but it's coming out in America on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I think it'll do well. It looks like a lot of fun, uh, the movie. All right. So next up, we've got Super Mario Dog Tag, a uh, foil trading card and decal sticker. Look for gold dog tag. Uh, gold, yeah, gold tags. So they're like doing a, a dog tag version of like a collectible card game almost or collectible cards. Are they all dog tags or yeah. just a dog tag in with? Flip to the back. Oh, how funny. Well, there are some trading cards as well as dog tags, if I see it right. Oh, you're right. You're okay. right. Okay. But still interesting. There's 27 foil cards, 30 tags, and 12 stickers in the pack. Or in the, the- set. Set. Got it. Obviously, this pack, not so much. All right. Interesting. Not something I personally that into. But uh, next up, we have a patch. Which looks to be, I think, Legends of Zelda, maybe? Link, possibly? See, that goes back to, I thought this was mostly a video games-themed yeah. month. And again, I could be wrong on that. I'm hoping there's an answer key booklet at the bottom. Oh, so am I. And don't get me wrong, it's an attractive patch, but doesn't go to a property I'm familiar with. Again, video game property, so yeah. not one I'm... It's one I kind of recognize, but I could be misnaming. Uh, next up, we've got a uh, drink uh, koozie kind of a thing. Zero to Hero Coffee with a quasi-Starbucks-ish, eh, not really that kind of a logo. It's somebody riding uh, like a winged unicorn, I think. So once again, not quite sure which game that's referencing. I'd probably do better if I was a video game player. Mm. They said a t-shirt in that tiny little box. Well, in a double XL in fairly small space, I would say... Yeah. Uh, it's about the diameter of a, a soda can and... Only a little taller. It's about a 12-ounce plus another half. A 12-ounce plus like an 8-ounce can stacked on top, maybe. So within that size, a, a, a double XL t-shirt. Well, very similar in size to the uh, Dorbs or Derbs or whatever we called the toy. Let's put it this way. It's six inches tall, and the diameter is like two and a half inches. That's well, impressive. Well, what it tells me is it's not the thickest of shirts. True. Yeah. The design is Pugs of Legend. Can't really place the... The property, fairly see-through-ish, kind of, again, thin shirt. Yeah, but-, but uh, nice gray color. I was going to say, it's a nice dark gray, which yeah. to some degree compensates for that. So it's a nice shirt and, and stuff. Not, again, uh, design that particularly resonates with me, but I wouldn't have necessarily expected it to. Uh, we've got the 1UP box pin for January 2016. Legend is- um The theme. The theme. And let's see what we've got. Uh, we've got a Valentine's card, a Thor one, whoever holds this ham hammer, uh, if they be worthy, uh, shall possess my love. It's like, yeah, that's not what the, th the thing says. And we've got the postcard reminding us it's the Legends 1-Up box, and we've got the answer key. Ooh, I needed this. So the Deadpool Dorbs, it, it's, an, it's an, oh, so that answers the first question. I, I think win. that's I think that's a fail for me. <laughs> Super Mario Dog Tag, I think we got that one right. We did. The Zero to Hero Can Cooler, featuring your favorite Greek legend. Okay, didn't catch that part. Game of Legend Patch. Okay, didn't, uh, got that, uh, obviously I got the Thor for the, the, the card, and then the Pugs of Legend, that was pretty clear because it said Pugs of Legend. Very heavy video game for the six items were that way, and the other two were Marvel. So, I mean, not, not bad, but... It's the kind of thing that don't really feel the need, like we had already kind of figured out to, to continue with this uh, yeah. one-up box. Again, it comes down to if a particular month 
is appealing. Yeah, well, the Star Wars box, because the theme was our thing, was great for us. And I think that's the lesson of the one-up box. When the theme hits with you, or with us, I think it's a great box. But when the theme isn't our thing, I need to learn how I cancel my subscription that seems to be auto-renewing. Well, and that's why when we did the um, superhero stuff ones that had a tighter focus, I kind of like those a little better. Yeah. And it's not that any of the stuff is necessarily bad or whatever, it's just so broad and some of it is hitting properties that just I, I know nothing about. Yeah, exactly. And I think for people who like these properties or know these properties, this was probably a good box. And I'll admit, I think the Dorbs is adorable. Well, I think they do better, though, if some of the themes across these subscription boxes were longer than a word. Yes. And you had the opt-in, opt-out. Yes. Anything else on this box or move on? I think we're right. Okay, the box I've got in front of me right now is Geek Fuel Monthly Mystery Box. It is almost 12 inches long. It goes back, um, we'll say, seven and three quarters inches. And one of the shorter boxes, actually, at about four inches. Feels short. Yes. I don't recall the theme for this one, but it seems to me it promised a flash item. Okay, cool. And it always has a Steam game. And we promised one of the listeners we would be better about mentioning the prices of boxes. Geek Fuel, I believe, is a $25.90 out-of-pocket cost. Okay. Going back to the one-up box, I believe that was $19.92. Yeah, that sounds right. So, yeah, if if we forget that kind of stuff and you're curious, um, either post on the forum or or Google the name of the box. Oh, my concept. And we do try to put um, links in the show notes and stuff. I do try to do that. So, yeah, the show notes should have links. And the reason I say that is if you're listening to this immediately, one, it's faster than waiting for me to get to the forum, notice the posts, Google it myself, <laughs> report back to you. Which I'm, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm okay doing, but you know, it's you know, you could do the research yourself. Well, and the other thing I will say is, uh, for some of these boxes, in the process of googling it, you may find uh, coupons or deals they're running, or so, what the next theme is and whether yes. it's of interest to you. Yes, because like, again, some of these the theme really makes a big difference. It does, but like Geek Fuel, uh, once or twice during the month, we'll have a three dollar coupon code, and that may be a little extra incentive to try it the first time if the theme sounds good to you. Absolutely. Shall we open this one up? Okay. I like to draw out as long as possible, letting you open it. That's right. Geek Fuel is the one that's got the flaps on the thing that get in the way all the time. I see a picture of Flash, but then the paper flapped back down and you didn't get to see it. All right. So we've got a Fuel the Flash uh, contest, which has a grand prize of an Xbox One, Lego Batman 3 video game, Flash complete complete first season Blu-ray, and... The Flash DC Comics Play uh, Art Kia variant action figure, um, which is a Japanese-style action figure. Basically, can you find the Flash and get him to a big belly burger? <laughs> so it's got the the uh, the link, and then we've got longitude and latitude. Presumably, that's our random code. Oh, got it. So we'll, I'll have to try that. I'll get to the Geek Fuel magazine later, mm-hmm. after we've gone through the thing, because that's the answer key. <laughs> we hope. First up, we've got a box of... 
orange sword sours from uh, I think Legends of Zelda with a kind of an eight bit uh, mm. graphic, the lowest so, thing on top. You know, when we were kids, the last thing we wanted was to see another pixelated character image, etc., in our games. But now we're raising a generation that, for some reason, likes these pixelated images. Speaking of the pixelated, you know, old school, really huge pixel type things. Yeah. The next Super Sentai show, the Zord, uh, the the big robot thing, has that same kind of retro design to it. It's like it's overly big and, and totally pixelated. I don't get that. It goes to that whole retro thing. It's it's bizarre. Ow. After generations, decades of, of struggling to get high res yeah. 4K graphics. No, no, no. Let's go to the 8-bit stuff. Yeah. It's bizarre. We're part of the generation that escaped that. Okay, next up, we've got the ever-popular white cardboard box. It's my favorite item. Which is good. We get a lot of them. <laughs> this one, though, uh, before I open it up, I, I want to fully describe <laughs> the situation, is a hair over an inch and a half by a hair under two inches by eh, two and a quarter inches. Big so, things come in little packages. It is an itty-bitty box. Why didn't you start with the itty-bitty measurement? I just want to know why they don't bother to print anything on the damn box. Because printing costs money, and you did not pay for printing. All right, now this, <laughs> if I can get the blasted thing out. It's a tightly packed box. Fortunately, both sides open, and I can push the thing out. There we go. Ooh, you got an engagement ring. It's a ring. Now, we've got a flash item. Now, I'm hoping it's more than just the contest. This This could be in this black ring container looking thing, a flash ring. That'd be cool. So if it's anything else, I'm going to be wildly disappointed. Oh, don't say that. Well, there are a few other things that could be cool, but that's what they have to live up to. If I can... <laughs> there, this, this, I was opening it the, the wrong way, 180 <laughs> degrees better. It works much better this way. It, it's not even a ring. No, it's a pin that is a... Almost, it's, it's like a, a hexagon. A flat umbrella. Like a, yeah, a flat hexagon umbrella flattened type thing that's red and uh, uh, white triangles. I have absolutely no idea what property this is for. I'm going to be very interested in that Geek Fuel magazine. I love that you're spinning it trying to hypnotize yourself. Yeah, yeah well, it, it sort of spins. <laughs> um, it really does look like somebody took an itty bitty um, umbrella, smacked it down and said, we'll make a pin out of this. I'm sure there's a listener going, you idiot, it's this property. And hey, <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> um, I just, uh, wildly disappointed. Oh, I don't know. I think the unveiling of that was entertaining as all get out from this seat. Okay, next item. Let's go for the t-shirt. This actually looks pretty cool. This actually may be a real winner of a t-shirt. It is a, uh, nice dark blue. It seems to be heavy cotton. And it is a history of time travel within 1895, the time machine from the movie. 1963, we've got the TARDIS. 1985, we've got the DeLorean. 1989, we've got the Bill and Ted phone booth. 1991, we've got the Terminator. And out in infinity, we've got the hot tub. Nice! So that one I can get behind. I would say, out of the shirts we've gotten so far, this is one of the best. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, And at some point, I'll probably have to go pick up Hot Tub Time Machine, because I've never watched it. Neither have I. Or maybe it's on Netflix. Yeah. But now, see, that's a cool enough shirt. It's not just a, you could wear that at conventions and it would work and be good. You could wear that to work and yes. people would get a kick out of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. That's actually one of the few I've gotten that I would consider that. Yeah. 
because particularly when it gets kind of cold and stuff, uh, a t-shirt with denim shirt on top, you know, kind of a thing is what I often wear to work versus kind of the, the golf shirt or whatever. And that's one that I think I've got everyone at work is, is geek enough mm-hmm. to get that. Yeah. Although I might have to watch the one movie before. Yes. Yes. Next up, we have a poster looking thing. Carefully protected in plastic. And it, I mean, it's rolled up and uncrunched. I'm impressed. Yeah. Now let's see if I can get it out intact. It's a Jakku Comic-Con intergalactic. Jakku being the planet from uh, Force Awakens. The event of the Millennium. Uh, Unkar pl- uh, Plut Scrapyard Auditorium. The prices oh, are in portions, portions like Ray was getting for the scrap she brought in. Yeah. So, okay, that's uh, kind of what would a, a Comic-Con look like on that planet. That's That's interesting. I guess to me, not anywhere near as good as the shirt. So far, Ooh. the shirt... Is the biggest hit and the the umbrella pin the biggest letdown? At least for this box. Yeah. For that. Uh, the shirt, though, again, I'd be hard-pressed to name one that we've gotten that I thought was uh, cooler. No, but the poster's more inventive and creative yes. than no, some it's, stuff. It's well done. It's it's well-themed. Somebody, Some graphic designer did a really good job on that. No no question about that. Yeah. It's just not something I feel the need to you know go put up in my office at home or at work or something like that. Ready for the next item? Yes, please. A red box. It, it is a red box. Ha ha. Again, the, the mystery uh, knows no bounds. It's it, uh, You spend the whole time opening boxes. There's or in my case, measuring them. This one is four and three quarters by, eh, we'll say three and a quarter by four inches. It's a coffee mug. There's faint printing on the box. And I think it says coffee and Java. It does say Java. Mm-hmm. I think it's a programming mug. <laughs> There's one person on the, the listening that laughed. <laughs> it is a oh, it's a Star Labs coffee. Nice with the flash in the middle. Nice. Okay, that that that's classy. Okay, they they got the Starbucks logo with the color and the in, font. instead of the stars yeah. or whatever. It's lightning bolts. Uh, instead of the angel, they got the flash. Okay, I like that. Yeah, that's that's well done. All right, now we're down to the postcardish type stuff. $10 value, Metro Warp. This is the one of the games. Guide people to exits. Everyone walks the same way. Pay attention to space and gravity doesn't matter. Commuters try to avoid each other. Other lo- uh, Try other levels if you're stuck. Two people can't exit at the same time. Solutions should work forever. Can't change signage. Tickets may be needed. This actually I might play. This strikes me as a modern pedestrian version of Lemmings. Mm, got it. Where... You tell people what direction to go, and you're trying to just guide the crowd. So out of the games we've seen, this one looks the coolest to me. And then, well, here, uh, I'm not going to give you one. We got two of the the answer key uh, postcards, but this way you can't cheat and get ahead of me. Brief history of time travel. Again, I thought that whoever put that together, I think, did an awesome job. So Star Labs coffee mug, the umbrella enamel pin. It still doesn't tell me what the hell it's from. (laughs) But I got umbrella right. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Metro Warp downloadable game, 8-bit breath uh, savers, collectible tin, Jakku Comic-Con poster. Yeah, all right. So the magazine uh, flash, look at uh, the continuation of season two, interview with a monster to love, Jakku Comic-Con, it's out of this world, um, and just kind of gift guide type stuff. Sometimes the the magazines are, are kind of cool and stuff. Uh, I like with the history of time travel, it gives the origin, i.e. what it's from. Mm-hmm. and why they love it. 
So an explanation for the shirt, which is cool. Because if mm -hmm. I looked at the last one, I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah. This would have told me. Some unboxing stuff, more information on the game, short program type thing for the Jakku Comic Con, and then kind of the ultimate geek guide, just other stuff you could uh, be getting some people. So uh, by and large, cool. Uh, I would say for me, the big thing was the shirt uh, and the mug. The mug, I don't know that I'll get much use out of. The shirt, I think I'd actually yeah. I'll get some use out of. So uh, again, Geek Fuel uh, has some cool stuff. The theme tends to be fairly broad, so there are usually a couple items that say, yeah, doesn't hit any, uh, you know, bells with me or whatever. But um, it's got some interesting stuff. Is mm -hmm. this one that we're planning on continuing with? This is one that we've been getting intermittently. This is one we always waver on. Should we keep getting? And personally, my theory on this one is if you are into the Steam games, it's a no-brainer. Yes. And I'm not. So that does is part of what I think the challenge on this one. Yeah. This is the first of the games from it that it, it looked interesting to me. And was this actually through Steam or is this this is through another Yeti? Uh, um, it's Steam. Yeah, it's Steam. Never mind. Yeti's the the publisher. Steam is the okay. You know, so I mean, if you figure ten dollar value on the game, fifteen to twenty dollar value on the shirt, on the shirt, probably ten dollar value at least on the coffee cup. Yeah, right there. Okay, you got the value of the box. Yeah, you know everything else icing on the cake. I think it really comes down to the theme. Yes. And going back to, because I'm not a Steam gamer, I don't think you go Steam downloading games often, that makes it harder for us to look at Geek Fuel and say, I'm going to get the value every month. Because that's a third of the value. This is one of them where if the, if, if the way they set it up, they would email us with a week to decide opt in, opt out, mm -hmm. and let us choose which is our default. Yeah. Um, I would be willing to hang on to the quote-unquote subscription with a default of opt out, but oh, wait, this one looks good. I want this one. Mm -hmm. And if they need me to opt in a month in advance or you know a long time in advance for themes because they need to be placing orders, that's fine as long as they're telling me the theme. Well, and as long as they give me more than a single word theme. Yeah, that's true. Now, did we figure out what the theme was for this month? A Brief History of Time Travel. Oh, that's... That's the shirt. What did the front of the magazine say? I'm not sure this one had a theme. All I, the, I agree. All the ads I saw kept saying there will be an exclusive Flash item, but I don't think this month actually had a theme to it. Umbrella Corporation Blood Drive is what that thing is somehow connected to. Uh, that's good. Yeah. I, I still don't know if that's a game or what that is. Yeah. So yeah, this didn't seem to have a clear theme, and that's one of the things that makes it harder to to say, yeah, let's continue with it. Yeah. Not saying we won't. I, at this point, I don't think we'll we'll leave it on a default on. Yeah. But but I mean, the flip side <sighs> is I'm surprised how happy I was with this one. I mean, I knew I was curious was the flash I'm going to be when you told me that. It had run through on the default on saying. Yeah. I wasn't disappointed because, hey, there's a flash item. But we we got a lot more out of this box than I anticipated. I would agree with that. This is one that I think is worth keeping an eye on, but not worth getting every month. Just, again, with the hit rate we've had so far. Yeah. Anything else? We're done with this one. I think we're done with this one. Okay, the box I've got in front of me now is Star Wars The Force Awakens. This is one of the Star Wars Smuggler Bounty Boxes, the second, I believe. Yes. We had the option of getting the first, but the main thing in that was going to be a Funko Pop for Captain Phasma or whatever. Yeah. 
a, a chrome one. Chrome one. Now, that character was in The Force Awakens. Prior to that, it looks like, wow, this is going to be a really impressive, you know, commander of the stormtroopers or something like that. And then we saw the movie and I'm like, wow, that character is really not one I'm excited about. Yeah. And it's funny because I've got uh, SH Figure Arts uh, version of the character coming. So I'll have a really nice action figure of a, uh, in my opinion, somewhat lame character. Yeah. Well, it's just a character that didn't resonate with me. Maybe in the future movies, that character will be just amazing. Well, by the time we were ordering the box, uh, the other one had been out so long that people had posted the photos and the unboxings and stuff. So we saw images of all the four shirts that were possible and the two pops that came with it. And nothing in that box really struck us as a, oh, wow, I just have to have that. But it was interesting. For some of these uh, subscription boxes, this being a good example, you can get older ones. And with the older ones, this was a case we were on Skype debating, do we get that or not? You had pulled up a blog entry itemizing everything. I'd pulled up a YouTube video. And between the two, it's like, yeah, we don't need that one. Yeah. So this one has a BB-8 Funko Pop, at least. This is another one that is a huge thing, size box. It is, eh, we'll say about 11 inches by eh, seven and a quarter, seven and a half-ish. The height is what's impressive on this thing. It is uh, seven inches. And as I recall, it was about $25? That sounds about right. I need to take better notes when I'm... uh, Order? Late at night ordering many many things. This was one of two that I ordered that night. Yeah. This is also one where I had, as I mentioned in one of the previous boxes, put down, uh, it asked for an address. I thought it was billing address, so I put that, and it wound up shipping here to the house. I usually don't have stuff come to the house, because again, Texas weather. Mm, yeah. And if sometimes I've had stuff that it's, I've got to go chase it down because they didn't deliver it, they didn't leave it, they just like, forget that. So, shall we open this thing up? Please. Now, this is a Force Awakens box. Uh, it is Star Wars. There is the possibility that this could spoil something about The Force Awakens. That's true. So you have been warned. I usually put time codes down for the different boxes, so if you haven't seen it and are afraid of spoilers, feel free to jump ahead and then come back to this months and months or years later once you've seen the movie. There you go. Oh yes, this box is by the same people who do Marvel Collector's Core. And who are doing the uh, 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 Legion of Collectors. There you go. And thank you, uh, Chris, uh, uh, the Brawlinator on uh, the forum and stuff. He had emailed me about this with a, you know you want this. And he was, of course, correct. <laughs> and then somebody posted on the forum. So what I've done on that one, that was the other box I ordered the same night as this, and I've updated the address on that. Uh, I went ahead and ordered one. Hey, let's sample it. Just so I can pretend to be responsible. And the reality is, after that, I'll probably just go ahead and flip it to annual and, you know, get the, the bonus uh, thing after a year. Yeah, because Legion of Superheroes is the DC. Legion of Collectors. Legion of Collectors, sorry. Legion of Superheroes is the uh, 30th century superhero team from the DC Comics that they've been refusing to publish for a few years now, much to my chagrin. Okay. But it's uh, it looks like a lot of fun. It's, again, the DC version of the Marvel kind of a deal. All of these are run by Funko, so the amount of Funko stuff I've got is going to continue to accumulate. It also makes me think that Funko has a, a very good business model, but a potentially risky one. Mm. If the subscription box bubble bursts, mm-hmm. try saying that one time slow, mm-hmm. um, they have at least three subscription boxes they're doing, Marvel, DC, and, and Star Wars. And they have a fourth one, actually, that I do know of, but it's in every single month. 
Um, and it's just a Funko Pop a month. Oh, okay. But so it's, it's four boxes. Yeah, and I'm convinced there's another box we just don't know about. Quite possibly. But and, the, the point yeah. of the matter is multiple boxes by them, mm. plus multiple other boxes that typically have one of their figures yeah. in it, Yeah, uh, they could really dry up uh, uh, pretty fast if they're not careful. Well, Marvel is in every other month. Yeah, DC's in the intervening every other month. And then you have Smuggler's Bounty, which is in every other month, which is timed to be the same every other month as Marvel? Or is, I think it's Marvel. I think- Are you sure this one isn't every month? Smuggler's Bounty um, came out in November and January. Okay. So, so, April, March, I'd have to look when the DC one starts. It may be in sync with the DC. But see, what I'm wondering is they have two boxes in sync every other month. And then they have that alternating every other month that we know of one box. So you've got to imagine another one's going to come. See, that's what yeah. I think. Okay. So what they tend to do on theirs is a patch, which is usually really nice looking. This is no exception. This is the Resistance is the theme this month. Uh, so the patch has Star Wars Resistance. It's got the, the rebel kind of moon looking icon. And then uh, BB-8 in the center. And uh, maybe you can read the rest of that. No, I'm sorry. I am illiterate in other languages. The pin for this is somebody wearing a helmet. I can't really make that out. Do you think it's Poe? Though the helmet's mostly black. It is somebody wearing what looks like a rebel X-Wing fighter suit with a predominantly black helmet with red stripes and such. And it looks like a rebel one. I couldn't tell you more. Yeah. Force is not strong in this one. No, sorry. I, I just can't get all the, the references sometimes. Um, shall we? Sh this is the one that uh, flip the front up and back to get that. Then you get the patch, the pin. Then you flip the, the back front and smack you in the face. Then you dive in. So this is another one where if you hear a lot of thump, 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 that's what's going on. Booby trapping to maintain the surprise. I try to edit out some of the thump, thump, thump. Sometimes I get it. Sometimes I don't. Do you edit out your sister laughing hysterically at you? Sometimes. Often not. This one, we've got a uh, Rebel Force Awakens, Resistance Force Awakens, Rebel Black shirt. It's got Funko Pop-looking versions of of pretty much the basic logo, or the, the movie poster. Oh, nice. With Chewie, Han, the Millennium Falcon. Ray? Ray, Finn, probably Poe. That's kind of BB-8. So, I'm willing to bet if you were to compare that to the movie poster, it'd be pretty much in sync. But again, Funko Pop version. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah, another convention-worthy shirt. Now, this, this pop vinyl looks like a definite winner to me. Oh. It is Chewbacca. And this is a Smuggler's Bounty exclusive. It's number 63. We got him with the bowcaster. Other ones uh, are Ray, Finn, Kylo Ren, BB-8, Captain Phasma, C-3PO, Poe Dameron, First Order Stormtrooper, First Order Snowtrooper, and First Order Flame Trooper. I hadn't heard the Flame Trooper name. I like them having the flame trooper in there, uh, in so much as it explained a scene from uh, the original Star Wars. Uh, not that it needed explaining away, but uh, Chewie's cool. It's hard to go wrong with Chewie. Very true. That has a good looking Chewie. And then the other thing we get is a uh, Funko home or Pop Home ceramic mug. In this case, it's C three PO. Hmm. So I guess we got Chewie instead of BB eight. Interesting. I thought. From how I read it, we were guaranteed a BB-8. I'm okay with Chewie, don't get me wrong, but... 
Well, it's funny because at first they said BB-8 was on the box because BB-8 would be in the box. And then they said that there would be a furry surprise or something like that. Interesting. We'll have to see other unboxing videos and blog posts and whatnot to, to see what other people got. One of the things with these is you tend to get a pop vinyl, a shirt, the pin, the patch, and like one other big item. Yeah. And that's about it. So in terms of number of items, not that much. But consistent, uh, high quality stuff. Again, well themed Marvel, DC, in this case, Star Wars, which Marvel, Disney, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But uh, this is one that, um, I'm, you know, I'm a Star Wars fan. Well, and, uh, Chewbacca is a Smuggler's Bounty exclusive. Was the mug, the mug does, does not appear to be. Okay. Just curious. No, good question. So. This is one, though, that um, depending how much you're into the pop vinyl and stuff may or may not be worth it for you and how much you're into either, in this case, Star Wars or in the other cases, Marvel and DC. Mm-hmm. Anything yeah. else on this one or pretty much do it? I think that does it. Cool. Okay, the box I've got in front of me now is Loot Crate. As you all remember, this is what started the madness. <laughs> this is a 10-inch by... Um, seven and a quarter inch by three inch tall box. So comparatively small to some, but bigger than a few others. Now, Loot Crate has been sending out emails and where some companies have been uh, selling off past crates. Loot Crate has been gathering items out of past crates and doing some themed uh, bundles. Which is interesting since in theory the crates are themed. Yeah. The other thing I've noticed, they've got add-ons to where you can yes. get, you know, socks or, you know, whatever. Level up. Level up type stuff. They've got an anime box now. And pets. I've been getting email, the uh, pets one, and I've been getting emails for some other stuff. Yeah. They're pretty aggressive on their marketing. Yeah. And it's getting to where it feels a little too aggressive. And I don't recall the last video I've seen out of them, whereas I had liked the D&D one they did, the Back to the Future one they did, some stuff like that. Mm. So I don't know. What's going on there? And we've got maybe only one or two more months of the subscription. So we need to keep a close eye on this one. At this point, not having opened this one yet, my tendency is to say maybe not continue with it. It's been a little hit or miss. Um, It's, you know, I think I'm glad I've done it for the year. I'm not saying I'm going to definitely stop it, but it's not a surefire lock-in. It's also not a surefire, hey, I got to dump this. Yeah, yeah. So opening this one up, whoops. Well, and I don't recall what the announced theme for this crate was. Neither do I. Okay. Since I have this go to a UPS store, they put a label on the side and stuff, and that adds another thing I've got to get through. So I've gotten through it. (laughs) This is in an, it looks like an invasion theme with like a missile command kind of a video game on the side of the inside of the box. I think invasion is the theme. I think it is too. So we've got a t-shirt. With a lot of neon green. It's like a black t-shirt with almost like neon green, uh, flying saucers, uh, alien type thing, and two people running in the foreground, maybe? I have absolutely no idea what this is for. It almost has an X-Files feel to it. Almost, but I can't tell. I'm not sure. We'll find out when we get to the answer key. They usually have one. Space Invaders Mini Alien Vinyl Figures Limited Edition. We'll go ahead and open this one up. I'm curious. Oh, it didn't have to. It, uh... Oh, had a window box, I just didn't tell. It's uh, one of the space invaders from the video game. So you get, uh, I don't know, 30, 40 of these. You could actually do a stop-motion version of the game. 
use Lego for the ships or something. It'd be funny. Somebody's going to do it, too. Yes. And again, that, that bulky, pixelated, from our that childhood look. kind of a look to it, yeah. Yeah. It, again, surprises me that's making a comeback. From Kid Robot, we've got a plush, yellow, crab-looking alien face hugger thing, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> I love the it's, face it's, hugger. Well, no, no, no. It's, it's the ones that would go- Yes, got it. Keep in mind, I've never watched any of the alien movies. And before anyone says, oh, but you've got to, I am not going to. <laughs> I am squeamish. I don't like things that are shocky, scary, and, and kind of gross like that. And that's just my opinion. <laughs> if you love the movie, have at it. <laughs> so taking something that's themed for aliens and looks like it was done as a Saturday morning cartoon <laughs> version, a little challenging for me. <laughs> I thought the, the face hugger things were maybe more of a brown than a uh, sunshine sunny yellow? sunshine yellow. Well, and the face hugger looks so happy. I mean, that's a cute Again, Saturday style. morning cartoon. Yes, yes. I agree. I mean, I can just see in my mind yep. how this would have played out back when they were- If you're too young to know what a Saturday morning cartoon is, I'm so sorry. It's a Loot Crate exclusive. That goes with something. This is the yellow stretchy band so you can get the face hugger to hug your face. <laughs> yes? How thoughtful of them to, to, to provide that. <laughs> and next up, we have an X-Files LED flashlight. Uh, batteries included. And indeed, we have three AA batteries that are included. It is a Loot Crate exclusive. Other than saying X-Files on it, I don't know what would differentiate it from just a standard LED flashlight. The timing. It's coming out when X-Files is coming out. I just don't know. I, I don't recall the a flashlight having any particular... Not that, again, I haven't watched X-Files yeah. either. Unless anyone think I am culturally deprived, I've watched a lot of other things and read a lot of comics, so I'm okay with that. The Loot Crate pins, which they're now referring to as Loot Pins, have they always, they've always been doing the pins. Yeah. This one has a nice big kind of circular cardboard thing around it to theme it a little better. Uh, this pin unlocks something epic. Go to lootcrates.com slash pins. And it's the, the theme of the month for uh, Invasion and such. Very orange. Yeah, it is. And it, uh, it's 3D textured. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice pen. Okay. At first I was wondering what this is, but this to me is a bit of a, a winner if you can remember the film. Do you remember The Fifth Element? Yes. Multipass. <laughs> it's Lilu Dallas's multipass chain and the whole thing from uh, Quantum Mechanics. At some point I need to check out their uh, their website and such. Because at first I'm looking at this like, what is this? It's got a chain so you can loop it around your neck, that kind of a deal. Cool. Well, and it says on it that it's a winner. Yeah, this is nice. Yeah, we definitely need to hit the uh, Quantum Mechanics website at some point. They usually have a, uh, a booth at Comic-Con every year, too. Yeah, they do. A nice one. So then we've got a uh, folder or uh, envelope with the Invasion of the Mini Prints. Yeah. <laughs> Which they've been usually doing. This is just a different packaging of them, and I think this is a smart move. We've got War of the Worlds. We've got The Day the Earth Stood Still. And that's about all we got. Um, the definite classics. Yeah, definite classic invasion ones. And really, these are two of the classic, War of the Worlds and, and Day the Earth Stood Still. So, uh, not... I don't know. Uh, they don't have any text on them, so I don't say they would necessarily be like mini movie poster type things. But, you know, nice prints. Mm-hmm. And then... We've got the um, Loot Crate magazine, theme is Invasion, articles are How to Survive an Alien Invasion, X-Files Quick Start Guide, 
uh, Q&A with January's t-shirt designer, and a couple other features like that. So, X-Files, uh, the day has come t-shirts. You were correct on X-Files. Congratulations. Thank you. Exclusive alien facehugger plush. I was correct on that. You were. That's kind of scary. It's uh, been 30 years since that movie, which again, I've never seen. Exclusive Space Invaders vinyl figure. We've got the exclusive Fifth Element prop replica multipass. The exclusive Invasion mini art prints. Um, the X-Files exclusive LED flashlight. And brand new and exclusive uh, loot pin. And unlock the digital download for letter 44 at loot crate slash pins. Um, I've actually read this. It's the first issue. Yeah, issue number one. Uh, it's by uh, Charles Soule. Uh, both Drew and I really have uh, enjoyed this comic. I think we've reviewed it a time or two. So let me see the pin again. The pin have a code on the back of the uh, cardboard? or Maybe. Each pin unlocks something epic. Hmm. It's got a plastic bag around the damn thing, so let me see if I can open the damn thing. No. They make this so hard. It's childproof. We'll never get in. No code. Hmm. So, I don't know how it unlocks it. We will find, uh, maybe find out. Yep, we'll have to go to lootcrate.com slash pens and find out. So, the inside of the box, I think you turn it around uh, inside out or whatever, and it looks like a uh, arcade console for Space Invaders. Ah, uh, nice. Anything else with this box? I think that does it. Cool. Okay, the boxes we have in front of us are the Z-Box for January? Yes. Okay. We each have one of them. This is one that I think I've since canceled this box. Yes? yes. No? You've canceled. At least I told you to cancel. I think I did. I need to double check. I'm having a hard time keeping track of these. Yeah. Um, this one does, uh, just since we started getting this box, which may be as far back as last summer when I did a one-off, and that was very easy, um, then they changed it to the more automatic renewal and stuff, but they now have it very easy to do an auto-renew or not, and a very easy cancel button. So, their interface is definitely improved, and the box is I want to say it's 20 British pounds and then with no tracking number it's only 99 British pennies to ship it which is shockingly reasonable for international postage yeah but it takes two weeks to get here so the pros and the cons but personally I don't feel like paying $12 for a tracking number for international shipping oh absolutely so this is about 11 inches by about seven and three quarters by Four inches, so it's a good size box. And the theme is blockbuster, as in the blockbuster movies of 2015. So Star Wars, The Force Awakens. You could argue Mission Impossible, possibly. I'm trying to think what else came out earlier in the year. There were quite a few. Yeah, I just did. there was at least one, maybe two Marvel movies in the graphic they put together. The graphic had at least a dozen, maybe more movies. And I just was looking at all the images going, you know what? I liked that one. I liked that one. I wanted to see that one. And so many, there was only one or two out of all the ones shown that weren't a, oh, wow, that one did look great to me. What I kind of wish they would do in all of these boxes is... At the top of the box, you open it, and the first thing you see that covers the entire top of it mm. is, here's the theme. Yes. Here's here's kind of the introduction postcard, if you will, but a big one. Theme, the the promotional material. Well, and- the- Have the items, and then at the bottom have the answer key. Yeah, that's where uh, Marvel Collector's Core and Smuggler's Bounty, which are both being mm-hmm. done by Funko, 
having the theme written on the outside of the box is really nice. Well, and also just with the patch and the pin. Yeah. So, again, having that intro, oh, yes, this is the theme. I'm back. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I get it. I, I remember your marketing now. Have the items. And then at the bottom, a, a recap of what they were, What if there was a random assortment, what the other options were, but also what properties they're referencing. Yeah. Well, the fact that I had to whip out Google to find out that that umbrella pin was from Resident Evil. Yeah. 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 All right, now your box looks to be in pristine condition. Mine's a little Yeah, yours uh, got a little banged up. So hopefully it's well loaded and that is irrelevant, which has been the case with other boxes. Yeah, we've had a few that came pretty pretty bashed, not bashed in, but one or two had a, a gaping hole in the side or corner or whatever. So, But I don't think we've had any real damaged merchandise other than maybe one postcard that was loaded sideways. One that was loaded sideways and bent, but that's that's it. That's it. So we've done really well in that respect. Well, particularly given the number of mugs, glasses, and breakable things. Agreed. All right. So opening this up, uh, first thing I've got is a Marvel Mini Spider-Man Money, a Mooney, and it's mm. sticker art. It's uh, like a pop vinyl sized figure, but it's blank and it's got kind of a do-it-yourself superhero where you can pick, does it have glasses, does it have Spider-Man eyes, that kind of stuff. Interesting. So. And you could have gotten Wolverine, Captain, Captain America, or War Machine, but I likewise got Spider-Man. Interesting. So, uh, less so, effort for them to put this together, I guess. He's naked at the moment, but you can dress him up however you want. This is by uh, Kid Robot, is the uh, manufacturer. I was curious if it was a Funko. Uh, and they say that you can draw on it, you can paint on it, you can use pens, pencils, or markers, or you can use the include stickers. Hmm. So customizable. Yeah. It's like the blank cover variant. Well, actually, what I was thinking is, and you would know this better than I do, but if at a convention you're going to, there's an artist that you like the Spider-Man stuff they've done. You might be able to get them to, as your doodle, your artwork, take this to them and see if they customize it up for you. I've got to imagine the first time an artist gets that, they'd look at it and like, well, what do I do with this? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But think about what a unique souvenir yeah. and keepsake that would be if you Absolutely. have a favorite Spider-Man artist. Okay, next item is a... Nuka-Cola ball cap looking uh, keychain for me. From uh, Fallout 4 from BioWorld. I'm glad they put Fallout 4 on the packaging. Yeah, and it's got some heft to it. It's, it's definitely mm -hmm. a metal type thing. Yeah. Some of, sometimes you get something like that in cheap plastic or whatever, but no, this is uh, looks like it could actually do some damage to somebody. Well, I'm wondering, uh, given the... I want to call it perforation, but given the texture, if you will, of the bottle cap ridges, if it could actually pop a top off of a bottle. I don't think so. I don't think it's got the ability to kind of hook okay. in. I think it's not it's, deep enough. No, it's geared to be a keychain. Okay. But it definitely looks like the old bottle caps from way back when. Yeah. Except flattened. Yes. Yes. So we've got Max Sakatansky. Sakatansky. So a pair of socks. From Chatty Feet. And I can't really tell what the what the property would be. It looks I, I almost like somebody... somebody it, it's a face a mask. with a mask, yeah. And I have to admit, these are the first socks I've ever gotten from Bulgaria. Well, and they've got a weird kind of pink thing to it, so yeah. Yeah, they say unisex, but they're pink, so... Oh, how funny! And I wanted this! 
Yeah, the next thing we got is uh, the book for The Martian. Well, that's funny. I know who wants your copy. Dad? Yeah. Yeah. That Why you think he gave you a copy for Christmas? <laughs> he was hoping you'd read it fast enough to loan it to him. Well, now we've got a spare copy, uh, since we got, each got one of these. And this is the uh, UK edition or whatever, so they may yeah. spell Kalur or whatever funny. Yeah, that's true. I mean, my, my edges are a little dinged up. but yeah, Mine came that- in... Good condition. Yeah, and I think that goes back to my box, How Rough Ride. Yeah, I'll give you this copy so Dad can have that. Yeah, but to me, that's a huge win in the box to get a book I had been wanting to pick up that uh, retails for about 10 bucks at least. Yeah, or uh, 7.99 pounds. Yeah. All right, so taking the rest out of the box just to get to it. Got the Marvel 2016 calendar. Yeah, that's what that is. Oh, I was looking at the back, seeing a Deadpool something. So I yeah, I saw that, that too, and I'm thinking, oh, we got Deadpool number one. No, we got a calendar, which is cool. And I like the artwork. It's interesting, though, because like for March, uh, they've got the cover of Sam Wilson, Captain America, and uh, one of the uh, the Mighty Thor with uh, the female Thor and stuff. But that's going to be around the time that the, I think, Captain America Steve Rogers series starts. Oh, how funny. I will admit, I'm not a huge fan of the February art. That Neither of those really look. Although, um, the left one, I guess, ties into Jessica Jones, doesn't it? Well, the Patsy Walker, a.k.a. Hellcat, that's a new series that just started up. And this is the other one's cover for one of the various, uh, the Spider-Gwens. And, uh, January, um... Totally Awesome Hulk. Yeah, wasn't the writer on the panel. Greg Pak was on the, uh, podcasting panel. And then, let's see, going after uh, April, we've got Daredevil. Yeah, that was one of the ones I had flipped by that I just liked the way they did the colors on it. It's a little pinkier than I would have gone, but I like that one. May is based on the uh, Amazing Spider-Man number one that just happened. That's got good action to it, I think. Uh, we got Captain Marvel and Howard the Duck for June. Those look more period piece to me. Um, That's actually the Captain Marvel that just uh, came in my latest DCBS shipment. Interesting. And that Howard the Duck, I think, was one of the covers from the first 2015 volume. That's very interesting, because just style-wise, it doesn't look like yeah. what I'm used to seeing currently come out. Uh, we've got a Black Panther uh, for July. Some of them, it's like they do the top half of a cover. Others, mm. they do two covers side by side. August has uh, Uncanny and Humans and Ms. Marvel. I think the Uncanny Humans is pretty nice, but I'm not sure that it looks particularly good side-by-side with the Ms. Marvel because of the colors. Yeah. But again, I'm liking the artwork. September's The Doctor Strange looks fantastic. Yeah, and I think that was from maybe the first or second issue that just came out. Guardians of the Galaxy for October, Extraordinary X-Men for November, and uh, all new, all different Avengers uh, for December. And that's a nice cover because it's just a... uh, Bunch of characters. Mm-hmm. Many, many more than we've actually seen in that title so far. So hopefully that's a sign of things to come. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that looks like a wraparound cover. I just don't recall seeing that. That's a nice hanging on your wall yeah. calendar. So next up, we've got a Marvel is Proud to Present Star Wars free previews. And this looks like it has uh, samples from most of the different titles they've been doing for Star Wars these days. It looks like uh, Star Wars itself, the main title, uh, complete with go to this trade paperback for more. Then they've got Darth Vader, a couple of pages of that. And then Princess Leia. The Princess Leia one. 
followed by again they've got a lot of house ads about the Chewbacca stuff the uh Khan and the Lost Padawan uh Londo Anakin Obi-Wan and Anakin that one we just reviewed Drew and I not too long ago um and then uh the Sh- journey to Star Wars uh, Force Awakens Shattered Empire so it's very much and also Vader down it's very much uh just a series of preview pages for a lot of their Star Wars stuff but They've got a lot of it out there, so it makes sense to to promote it, and it's something that getting it to a wider audience is just a smart move. Well, and this definitely emphasizes how much they have out there and what variety of titles. Yeah. Well, they've they've had the property for a year, so they've had the time. Yeah. Um, And then next up is uh, Batman Arkham Knight Genesis number one, Z-Box exclusive. This is the first issue of that six-issue miniseries, um, which I've been enjoying. It's been a good miniseries. I think I've got the last one in my uh, issue six in my latest shipment from uh, DCBS. Then we've got... um, Yeah, something Doctor Who. It's a construction kit for Weeping Angels. I think it's one of those kind of a paper thing you just put together to to get the stand up or whatever. Did we get the the same person? No, we didn't. No, I got Weeping Angel and you got... um, Vashta Narita? Yeah, it looks like... Uh, yeah, no, I see that. Uh, I'm just trying to remember which episode. Ah, uh, got it. I think that was from when they were at the space station with the Sandmen. Hmm. Other ones look to be a Cyberman. The other's too dark for me to really make out. One of them is a... Um, Are they labeled or not? They're not labeled. Nah, that's, that's part of the problem. Yeah. A friend of ours has a teenager who dressed up as Weeping Angel for Halloween last year. Ori. Ah. So... That's one character I actually have a little knowledge of as a result. They were from one of the really great episodes of the show. I think it was one that Stephen Moffat did before he became showrunner. And then we've got the uh, the Z-Box magazine for the blockbuster edition. Some uh, suggestions on things to marathon on TV, stuff about sequels. You know, while we're discussing the some stuff to marathon on TV, I'm going to go ahead and mention it here and now. I think that during the next hiatus period, you should do a previews type podcast where listeners chime in with things available on Netflix that they recommend to other listeners. Yeah. So as the TV season winds down uh, around, you know, May-ish, May, June, and we're into reruns for the summer on a lot of things, it may be fun to do an episode where everybody just suggests, be it on Netflix, Hulu, or DVD collections, hey, this is a series worth checking out and catching up on. Because, I mean, at that point, you know, the the things we've got piled up to watch hopefully has gotten down to a manageable level. Well, but inevitably, there are things that others are aware of. Like, we let people know about Continuum, and yeah. a lot of people said they didn't know about it. So, Well, Continuum, 12 Monkeys. Uh, yes. There have been a couple other shows that are a lot of fun. And just, you know, what have you made it through a season or more of that is really kind of paid off for you and you think other people should enjoy, and then why? Kind of structured sort of like a preview spotlight, except for TV. Yeah. Um, Going back to the catalog briefly, the socks are connected to Mad Max. And having not watched Mad Max, that explains why I didn't get it. Yeah. But I think we did pretty good on recognizing what everything was. I think so. This is, again, one of those where it's got some interesting stuff, but is not one that I feel we need to be getting every month, much less two of. Yeah. So if I haven't canceled, I should, and then we should consider what you do with your... Well, I am not gay next month because the theme is killers, 
and they had Chucky and, you know, I mean, they did have Boba Fett and a few characters that I kind of like, but not enough out of all the ones pictured. And honestly, what intrigued me was somebody picking the best of the blockbusters from 2015 and representing them in a box like this. I was curious. What were the blockbuster movies of 2015 and then how would they come out in a box like this? I'll be honest, I don't feel this selection of stuff with The Martian as the exception really... I'm surprised there was no Star Wars. I was going to say, it doesn't scream out to me blockbusters. Yeah, I think the calendar for Marvel was a better representation of the Marvel Cinematic Universe than Spider-Man. Well, to me, the big one this year, or in 2015, would have been um, Age of Ultron. It depends. Is it a recap of 2015 blockbusters? Okay. So that or... um, Ant-Man. Ant-Man, maybe. Out of the two, definitely I would have gone with the Avengers, though. I don't think 2015 and Spider-Man. So in that respect, I mean, I'm happy with the contents of the box, but again, not quite what I would have pegged but then again, it had a novel I wanted to buy and one you got for Christmas because your father wanted you to read it and loan it back to him. So in that respect, one item was a guaranteed win. Yeah, but only one item really for the most part. I mean, there were one yeah. or two that were interesting and cool, but I would say they didn't do as well on the theming as I would have liked. And this is not a box in and of itself that makes me think, geez, we've got to keep getting it. Yeah. The Z-Box for me is on the check the theme and uh, see and decide because the Force uh, box for Star Wars had the R2-D2 vacuum cleaner. Yeah. So there are times when they just really knock it out of the park for me and times like this where I say, okay. And their time travel box had the uh, Marty McFly on the The time travel one did good. So it comes down to how tight is the theme and how much does the theme appeal to you? Yeah. Yeah. And and how well do I understand the theme? Well, again, how well do they stick to it? Yeah. Blockbuster seems like a decent theme, again, kind of broad. Mm-hmm. But I think they went even kind of broader than that. Yeah. yeah. Anything else on this box or move on? Move on. Okay, the box I've got in front of me now is the Wizard World Comic Con box. This is about 11 and a half inches by uh, eight and three quarters, we'll say, and about three and three quarters. I'm curious, is it promoting Supergirl again? It's not on the side I see. It is not. Interesting. Okay. They have disavowed that series. <laughs> well, for a while, it was pretty heavy Supergirl on the box, as I recall. Yeah. Well, and because it's tied into the Wizard World stuff, there's a lot of things they can do just tied into the the various actors they tend to get. And they're very supportive of the DC shows just because they get their actors at most of their stuff. Agreed. Okay. Opening this up, uh, we will start with this. We've got another Dorbs. This is a... I was going to say, it looked pretty pretty Spider-Man-y from this angle, but it's actually backwards. Uh, it's uh, Batman. It's uh, 75th anniversary, and it is a one of the Rainbow Batman, I think. Oh, because it's uh, like an orangey kind of a color. I'm gonna say the cape looked a bit burnt orange. Yeah, it says Batman, but it doesn't actually give any more detail than that. It's number 36. Um, but they've got Batman, Robin, Batgirl, Joker, Harley, Penguin, Catwoman, Poison Ivy, Riddler, Scarecrow. Batman, and I guess Killer Croc. He's cute. 
So, interesting. Uh, not a pop vinyl, but, you know, competing sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's a cute little guy. I, I do expect at some point down the line, and it may be 5, 10, 15 years, they're going to be boatloads of these things at various convention booths. I'm sure. Yeah. All right. We've got a t-shirt. It's a pretty blue. It is a x-ray of Bruce Wayne's chest with a uh, bat where the heart should be, essentially, or kind of in the spine. Um, and it's a, a Comic-Con box exclusive shirt, of course. Yeah. A very nice kind of vibrant navy blue. Yeah. Okay, next up, we've got Kylo Ren earbuds, because uh, the the branding and the end of your earbuds is so important. I've been seeing BB-8 earbuds for sale online, so I knew they had some themed ones for The Force Awakens. Oh, and it makes sense. BB-8 makes more sense, I think. I don't know, it just seems a little odd. A, uh... Batman utility belt lanyard, uh, sort of a thing, and it's about an inch wide or whatever, and fairly hefty material. I mean, yeah. And again, it's it's like an infinite Batman utility belt that just you know keeps connecting to the buckle type thing uh, in a gray sort of a thing. This one's actually kind of cool, and I could see using it. Um, but again, it it fairly he- hefty, heavy duty, uh, hefty sort of a thing. Surprising. We've got something that's about the size of a deck of cards with a Batman logo. Let's uh, open this up. It's uh, like a metallic case or whatever for, I guess, business cards. Yeah, I think business cards. So. That's nice looking. Yeah. It kind of looks like a small briefcase-ish thing with a very powerful hinge. Yeah, it's got a hinge and it's got a... uh, a button. The problem is when you push the button, there's not much else to hold on to. It, it, it pops out flat, <laughs> making it incredibly easy to drop on the microphone cable. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You did that to entertain your sister. No, it's one of those, seriously, you've got to grip the back of it, but mm-hmm. then the thing flips out and pushes your hand out of the way, uh, mm-hmm. or yeah. pinches it. So, I, I think it, it it's cool, it's interesting, it lacks slightly in usability. The ergonomics of it do not please me. How about that? We've got a white cardboard tube for uh, protecting a poster, and we've got a uh, Dark Knight 3 The Master Race uh, poster, and you know how I know that? No. Because the next item I've got ah. is uh, Dark Knight 3 The Master Race uh, book one, got and it. it's got- The same art, basically. Most of the same art. Um, it's missing maybe the top inch and bottom inch of the uh, the comic cover. Hmm. And, of course, the, the bag and board, it's in the bag kind of split in half for the comic. But the comic is a, uh, let me open this up. Um, the comic is a, a $5.99 book. I wasn't sure if it was the more expensive version or not. And it's also the version that's got the um, mini comic for the Atom inset because it's the first oh, issue. Nice. I actually like the mini comic better than the main. <laughs> that's a little sad. Yeah, but they're trying to give you almost two full stories for mm-hmm. the issue, which I appreciate. But that would also help explain... Some of the sales of that, I don't know quite what uh, what this distribution level of, of the Comic-Con box is. So, the theme for Box 9 here was uh, Vengeance, Dark Knight 3 Master Race number 1, The Dorbs Batman, uh, Heart of the Bat t-shirt. Book 10 theme is Mercenaries, with what clearly looks like Deadpool in the middle. Ah, uh, yeah. And lots of guns. Um, and, yeah. It also has the top brands for this box, Roku, Dorbs, Toy Wiz, DC, Midtown Comics, and I can't see what the... My eyesight's... Buckle down. Buckle down, that's what did the, the lanyard. 
It's again, the lanyard was impressive. The lanyard's very nice quality. I'll admit, if the earbuds were the BB-8 ones, I would probably be asking you if those were a gift for your sister. Um, Kylo Ren, I'm just, you know, not- Not as excited about. Yeah, but Kylo Ren fits with the theme. So I got to give it to them for going with the theme of vengeance. Yeah, if they'd gone with BB-8, the vengeance theme, not- No. Yeah, it wouldn't have worked. No. Uh, all in all, um, some good stuff. Not something I'm blown away with, and this is one of those that- this is what, a $20 a month box? Excellent question. It is $29.99 a box. And I think I'm on a month-to-month basis. You got so, a $6 comic book. You which got I already had. A $15 to $20 t-shirt. You got adorbs. I don't know how much adorbs go for. It's nothing I feel that... I, I don't... This is one that I may cut. Yeah. And I think, and I say this every month, but one of these days we'll actually do it. We need to go through the boxes we're getting and just uh, figure out which ones to keep, which ones we don't. Because we've had, uh, in this episode alone, a fair number of boxes. Yes, yes. So expect there to be a little bit of of trimming on some of that in future months. And if there isn't, tell us we ought to. And recommend, you know, it's one of those, I record these things and frankly, promptly forget what's in the individual boxes. It all blurs together. So you guys as listeners may have some better suggestions as to which I should cut than I may be thinking as I go. You know, sometimes things are clearer from an outside perspective. They may be hearing things we aren't even realizing we're saying. Yeah. If you think there are certain ones I should definitely keep and ones I should definitely drop, post on the forum. Uh, There's also been one or two other posts on the forum about some comic boxes. Mm. Matter of fact, I replied to one today as we record this uh, about uh, two of the comic boxes. I'm figuring they're not worth getting for me because I get so much, but, you know, who knows. So, again, if you guys have thoughts as to which boxes we should keep or cut, let me know. Post on the forum. Um, Those are obviously non-binding commitments of any sort. It's just recommendations. But it is getting to where we've got a lot of them, and I think paring down a bit just makes sense. Yeah, I agree. So, anything else? Does that pretty much do it? I think that does it. Cool. The show notes and form for this podcast can be found at www.comicbookpage.com under the podcast and forum sections of the website. Please email us at theguys at comicbookpage.com and let us know what you think of what was discussed in this episode. Thanks for listening.